Hello, it's Troy and welcome to another podcast. It is Friday night, it's the 25th of January, nearly at the end of January already, amazing. And here we go with another show. And do you know what, I was thinking before, I don't even really know what number this is, which is terrible really. I need to go back and work out exactly what number of this podcast we are on because of course, if you recall back in November, I mixed things up a little bit and I did that show that I called Business and Pleasure and I did that on a daily basis. So that meant that um, I did 30 shows or thereabouts 30 shows within a month. But are we counting that towards the total or not? I suppose not really because that was a separate project. But nevertheless, you know, they were all podcasts. So yeah, I don't know. But I've been going doing this for quite a long time now. And the other thing as well, which we need to talk about, or actually you don't need to talk about it, you can just relax and listen, but I need to think about it, is what I'm actually calling the show. Because I wanted to move away from the Modern Casanova podcast, which was the original title, and I sort of have distanced myself from that a little bit. Uh, But on iTunes, it still comes up as the Modern Casanova podcast, and (laughs) I haven't yet worked out quite how to change it. So... Don't know, really. Um, maybe I just stick with it because I've had that for the last couple of years while the show's been running, and I guess it works. I guess it's okay. You know, it's a little bit self-aggrandizing, perhaps, but you know, it's all right. Sort of does the job. Anyway, so there you go. I don't know what the show's called, and I don't know what episode this is. But apart from that, everything is incredibly tightly organised as we go into tonight's topic. So, what I wanted to talk about today, and it'll probably be quite a short episode, really. I think, because this is a fairly straightforward point to get across, is how to have the best sex life of anybody on the planet ever. Now, yes, I might be, there might be a little bit of hyperbole in there. I might be going slightly over the top with that, perhaps. Just a little bit. So bear with me if if perhaps I've over-egged the pudding just ever so slightly. Uh, I I don't think I have, but if I have a little bit, then I do apologise for that. But here's the thing, right? I was just with a friend of mine, and we were talking about a variety of different things to do with his relationship and my plans for this year and so on and so forth. And um, we got to talking about game, I suppose. Now, the friend that I was talking to is not a game person, in inverted commas. He is not somebody who... You know, he, he's aware of pickup. He's aware of what I do. He knows about my content and some other people's content, like uh, Tom Torero and stuff. But he's not really, he's not really massively into it. Um, so bear that in mind as we delve into this. However, he did say something that I really agree with, and it was something that I actually wrote about. I think in the Seven Laws of Seduction. It was in the Seven Laws of Seduction, in my very first book about game and dating. I, I wrote about this concept, and it is so simple that pretty much really anybody could think of this, um, but very very few people actually execute it. And what it is is this: to have the very best sex life of anybody on the planet ever. All you need to do is approach every single woman that you see who you find attractive and ask her out. And that's it. So, okay, it's probably not quite as straightforward as that, but you see where I'm going with this. Now, of course, look, let's let's take a step back and get all the caveats out of the way. Are you going to have a better sex life than, uh, you know, a multimillionaire 
lifestyle guy with, with five Lambos and all the rest of it? Eh, probably not. Are you going to have a better sex life than, you know, a, a top male celebrity? Probably not. You know, so we've got to be realistic about this. But as an ordinary guy, just think what would happen if instead of making excuses and instead of ignoring them and instead of watching them go by when you're on your lunch hour from your job and pretending that you can't, you, you didn't see them or seeing her and thinking, oh, if only I had the courage to approach her, but I bottled it again, blah, blah, blah. Imagine if instead of doing all of that stuff, you just made a very, very firm commitment to yourself that, listen, from now on, every time I see a girl that, or a woman that I am attracted to, I am going to approach her and I am going to say hi and I'm going to ask her out on a date and see if I can get her telephone number. If you did that, I can't even, you know, obviously the numbers are going to vary how many that's going to be for you in a particular year. But imagine if you did that. Imagine if, and it, it's not even, it's not even really possible to do it every single time because of course the logistics get in the way and some of them you're going to bottle out of and others you may not get to her in time and all the rest of it. But just imagine as a thought experiment for a moment that it were possible and you were able to literally approach every woman that you found attractive within the space of a year. Do you think, as a consequence of doing that, your sex life would be better or worse than it is now? I'll give you a second to think about it. Do you think your sex life would be better or worse than it is now? Well, clearly, the answer is it would be better, significantly better, because just think about, just think about it. You're going to approach all of these girls that you're physically or you know whatever they've tugged on your dna as i put it in a, a tweet the other day you know they have they've interested you you're attracted to them in some way now a lot of them are not going to be interested in you and that is just how it goes that's just the way of things you know we it's regardless of who you are you're going to get rejected you're going to get girls who just aren't interested in you and that's absolutely fine however a proportion of them are going to be interested a proportion of them are going to be very, very interested. They're going to think you are ravishingly gorgeous. And the process of getting their telephone number and then taking them on a date and then proceeding with things further is going to be really straightforward because they really, really like you off the bat. And then there's going to be another group who, you know, they, they think you're okay, but they want to find out what you're all about. And so maybe they'll text you for a little bit. Maybe that you're, if you're the texting is good, maybe she'll come out on a date and she'll give you a chance on the date and yeah, you know, um, and some of those you will end up being successful with and others you won't. But overall, out of all of those hundreds of women that you've approached in the year, the numbers with whom you are successful, are, you know, will be infinitely, infinitely higher. Well, not infinitely, but you know what I mean, will be significantly higher than if you didn't take this approach and you just sat there and did nothing. And the funny thing is, right, I think we all know this. I don't think, I'm not saying anything here that's particularly impressive or you wouldn't have been able to work out for yourself or, you know, it's, it's a very, very simple idea. It's the numbers game idea, basically. So, and, I, and by the way, I should at this point make it very clear that I'm not saying that game is a numbers game because it isn't 
Um, you know, there are skills involved and you can get better. But putting that to one side for a moment, think about this. If you approach every single woman that you find attractive within the space of a year and you just go up to her and say, hey, listen, I know this is a little bit random, but I was sitting over there and I saw you and I think you look really nice and I'd love to take you for a drink sometime. You know, that's all you need to do. If you did that 500 times in a year, then you're going to get a very healthy return from that. You're going to get a lot of rejection, but you're going to get a very healthy return. And the interesting thing is that your game doesn't actually have to be that good. Your game doesn't have to be anything special. Because when you're putting in the action, you're putting in the action consistently, then you are going to see results. It's just inevitable over time that you're going to see results. And as a consequence of that, your vibe is going to get better, your state is going to get better, your approaches are going to get better. You're going to become more comfortable with talking to people. You're going to become more comfortable with going up to a stranger in the street and stopping them and having a nice chat and vibing a little bit and maybe making her laugh and everything. And you're just going to get better at all of that. And so like a a stone gathering moss as it rolls down the hill, as time goes on throughout the year, the feedback that you get from the streets, if you like, or from the coffee bar or from the, the, the nightclub or whatever is going to improve. That's going to have a knock-on effect on your mood. And so you're going to end up getting more hits than misses, if you like. Well, that's probably not true, but you're going to get you're going to get up any more. Sorry, you're going to end up getting more hits than perhaps you would have done otherwise. So this is what I'm proposing is a perfect state of doing this, if you like. I'm proposing. It's a thought experiment to propose, okay, if you could do this perfectly, if you could, if you could approach every single girl that you like within the course of a year, what would happen? Now, as I said before, of course, we know the reality is that that is not really possible. And for various reasons, you are going to not be able to approach every single girl. But you can make it your aim to... You can make it your aspiration to. And of course, you know, there are going to be times when... What, what do you do if you're getting onto the, the subway with your boss to go to a meeting and you see a drop-dead gorgeous girl sitting opposite you in the carriage? It's pretty unlikely that you're going to tap your boss on the shoulder and say, excuse me a minute, I just need to talk to this girl. I mean, you know, I guess it depends on the nature of your relationship with the boss and so on, but it's unlikely you're going to do that. And that's fair enough. You know, I mean, we, you have to be sensible about this. You have to, uh, you know, realize what's most important, which is, you know, obviously having an income and keeping a roof over your head. But nevertheless, you know, if you go to the coffee shop in the morning before going into work and the barrister there is really, really cute and she kind of smiles at you In the past, you may have just thought, oh, that's nice, she looks cute, I wish I could talk to her, but I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to, you know, I won't, I'll just take the coffee and smile and, and go and then think about her later when I go home. If you make it your business to, on every occasion, just to say, look, you know, Nice coffee, thanks ever so much. You you you're, you make a great coffee or a great bar- barista. By the way, uh, I couldn't help noticing you're very cute. And you know, another time, I know you're busy right now. You're working, grinding those beans. But another time, 
you know, maybe we could um, we could hang out. You know, are you on Instagram? Are you on WhatsApp? Are you on? Well, I don't know. You don't want to go down the Snapchat route, but you know what I mean. Take the contact details. Now, she might turn around and say, I can't do that. I'm on duty. How dare you? Or she might say, I've got a boyfriend. Or she might say, you look disgusting. I hate you. Never come back here again. Unlikely, by the way. That probably won't happen. Uh, You know, she might say no. But there again, she might say yes. And if she says yes and she gives you her contact details, then she's in your phone and she's somebody that you can text. And then you get into the next phase, which is text game. And that's a whole other big area that we can go into separately. I've written a whole book on it, actually, which I'll link to in the uh, notes below. But um, but yeah, you know, if you did that every single time, or as, and, and of course, you can't do it every single time, but if you did it as many times as it was humanly possible, then I'm sure you would agree that you would start to see some pretty interesting things happening in the realm of your love life. It would be inevitable, wouldn't it? How could you go through, you know, a week of getting, I don't know, 30 to 50 different sets of contact details, for example? Just say it's that, I don't know, I'm picking it out of the air. How could you do that and not see some positive feedback from some of those? And if you, if you don't, and you do it for a month and you don't get anything, and you've approached hundreds of girls, then you have to think, well, hang on a minute, um you know, what, <laughs> what is wrong here? And maybe you need to, you know, you need to speak to it. You need to give me a call and we can talk it over on a, a Skype call or you need to go and see another dating coach or whatever to try to find out what the, the problem is. It could be something to do with your vibe, your look, the way you're coming across or whatever. Um, but the likelihood is that that won't happen. And so the problem that most guys are facing in the dating market is not really that there's anything wrong with them or that they're doing anything particularly terrible or that they don't have it in them or anything else. The difficulty is that they are not doing it. The difficulty is they're not putting in the numbers enough. Um, I get this all the time. You know, you get guys who are sort of like, oh, yeah, you know, I I start doing day game and, yeah, day game's great, yeah, but it doesn't really work, does it? So how many approaches have you done? So, well, you know, I did like three last week and then... It's like, no, mate, no, you know, it's not enough. It's not enough. Do what Tom Torero is doing, 10 a day over 10 days. Why not do that? Over 10 days, you do 100 approaches. That will put hairs on your chest, gentlemen. That will put you in a position where you're going to, you know, you're going to get some results one way or the other. You're going to see, you're going to, you're going to learn something from that process. It may not be something that you want to hear because you might get rejected 100 times, in which case, okay, fine. You need to have a look at it. So why is that the case? Is it something I'm doing wrong? Is this city just not, you know, am I just not gelling with this particular city for some reason? Is it to do with my vibe? Is it to do with the, you know, I'm asking too many questions, I'm being too interrogative or whatever. But you're going to get some feedback. And the likelihood is some of that feedback is going to be pretty good because where the numbers game thing does come in is that, um, yes, if you do enough, you are inevitably, in the end, going to meet girls who are just naturally attracted to you. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they used to call that fool's mate, didn't they? I think it was from the game, actually. I think it was mystery that coined the term fool's mate, which means when it kind of falls into your lap, when you meet a girl and she's attracted to you and something ends up happening as a result, but... 
it sort of was luck, really. It wasn't really that you did anything special. And that was always very disparaged, and rightly so, in a way, because it's, it's hard to... You, you, you can't learn from that and build on it. It was a fluke. So, yes, it was good that it happened, but, um, you know, you, you, it, it's not sustainable as a model. Having said that, um, if you're putting in the numbers and you're getting that happening every month or every couple of weeks or whatever, then great. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, because because ultimately the result is that you want to increase your sex life. You want to have a more prolific dating life. And in a sense, however you achieve that, you've attained the goal. Now, at the same time, you need to be working on your technique and what you're saying and how you're coming across and your body language and all of these different things. Fine, you know, do that. But not at the expense of not putting in the action. Because what's going to make the difference in the end is the action. And coming back to where we started... If you just made it your absolute intention, your stated aim to yourself, your promise to yourself, I'm going to approach every attractive girl that I see for the rest of this year, without exception, and I'm going to compliment them, and I'm going to have a chat with them, and I'm going to see if I can take them out on a date. If you do that, you know you are going to see results. You're certainly going to learn. And you are going to be, you know, the, the likelihood is you're going to get successes from it. And from that, you can start to, to build. Now, at the same time, as I say, work on your game, work on your, your look, your, uh, your social intelligence, your ability to vibe, all of those kinds of things. But put in the work and you can start doing that tomorrow. You can start doing that today. What am I talking about tomorrow? Start doing it tonight. Go out tonight and start, um, you know, just initiating conversations because... We overcomplicate this so much because what do you really want to communicate to the girl? Well, you want to communicate that you've you've noticed her, you find her interesting, and you would like to take things further if she is of the same mind as well. That's essentially what you want to get across. Now, okay, you also want to show yourself in the best light so she's more likely to say yes than no. Fine, okay, well, there's a whole raft of things that you can do with that including grooming, making making sure you look decent, uh, improving your confidence, improving your ability to vibe, as we said, and different things. And all of that you can find out about in my various books. You can get my um, Renegade Dating Blueprint for $35 at the moment, which goes into great detail about all the different strategies that you can use. But if you overlay those strategies on top of putting in some serious volume in terms of your approaching, then it's almost inevitable that you are going to start to get good results. And arguably, you're going to end up with a better sex life than pretty much everyone else on the planet, or certainly pretty much everyone else that you know in your workplace. I mean, I remember when I was working uh, at a place, it was about 10 years ago or so, and I was really, really, I was in full flight with game and dating and stuff at the time, and I was going out every night and meeting all these different girls and going on these dates and things. And people who weren't aware of this stuff were looking at me and going, they just couldn't believe it. It just wasn't in their reality. They were sort of like, well, how the hell are you, what are you, how, how are you doing this? And this was actually even pre-Tinder as well. So they were sort of like, what the hell, you know, how the hell are you doing this? All I was doing was being very consistent with making, with introducing myself to people, going out, meeting new people. You know, you could call it enhanced networking if you like. That's all it is. Um, you're adding people to your 
your contacts file in your phone, adding girls to your contacts file in your phone, and then you are contacting them and, you know, having a bit of a, a cheeky giggle with them and seeing if you can take them out for a drink. And that's how it should be. And by the way, I should also make it very, very clear. There shouldn't be anything... And I, I hate even having to say this. It's ridiculous to even have to say this because it should be completely self-explanatory. But there should be nothing... There's nothing manipulative about this. There shouldn't be anything sort of... I don't know. How can I put this? This, this should be a very pleasurable thing for you, but it should be a very pleasurable thing for them as well. Because you're basically going up and you're saying, hey, look, I, I noticed you, I like you, you look really cool, I'd love to get to know you a bit more. Now, as I say, some of them are going to say no, and that's absolutely fine. You walked up to her, she didn't walk up to you. It's within. It's absolutely within her rights to, you know, to, to, to say what she whatever she wants to say, you know. Uh, you have to be prepared to take that on the chin. But there should be absolutely no sense that this is in any, in any way kind of, you know, sneaky or manipulative or anything like that. In fact, quite the opposite, really. You're being very direct. You're being very upfront. You're, tell, you're letting her know that you like her. You're getting her response. If, she, if it's reciprocated and she would maybe like to meet you for a coffee or something at some point, absolutely great. That's brilliant. That's good for both of you. If she, she doesn't and she doesn't, you know, then, you know, and it, it can vary because sometimes you get responses where a girl is not interested, but she will say, you know, it was really nice of you to, to come up like that. Thank you very much. Um, and, and that's great, you know, and she should leave with a smile on, on her face and so should you. It, really, the, the sort of negative responses that you get with this kind of thing are very, very, very few and far between, almost negligible, really. Uh, and, and, and if then, if you're, you know, you've got to work on your social calibration because if you are getting negative feedback a lot of the time, then you're probably doing something wrong because, as I say, that's not the, the purpose of this and it shouldn't be what it's like. What it should be like is a very pleasant, slightly cheeky little exchange that you have with the girl um, to see how she reacts. And the great thing about putting in a, uh, you know, doing, doing this consistently is that you begin to worry less about each individual reaction because if, if girl A turns you down in the week, then it doesn't really matter that much because you know that in an hour's time you're going to be talking to another one or in 10 minutes' time you're going to be talking to another girl. So... You know, it, it's not anything to be scared of, rejection. It's just part of the natural, you know, course of events with this kind of activity. So, yeah, you know, and, and the way that I see it, as I say, enhanced networking, I think, is a nice way to put it. You're basically just going out about your daily business. Every time you see someone that you like, that you're interested in, go up, have a chat, say that you like, be honest, be upfront, be open. Um... And uh, never be defensive, never be, never, never be, you know, regardless of how they react, how they react is their business, that's up to them. Keep your side of the street clean, always be gracious, always be polite, always be pleasant, always have a smile on your face. And yeah, you know, you are going to see some great results, I can guarantee it. And the other thing as well is, I'm talking about girls here, but you know, you can do this with guys as well, not in a, uh, not necessarily in a to initiate a, a, a gay encounter, unless, of course, that's what you're you're into, and that's fine. Um, but, you know, you might see, you might meet guys along your travels that you have something in common with or that you think, 
you know, you, you might be able to help each other out or, you know, you might vibe on a particular topic and do the same thing with them, you know, take their, take their number, take their Facebook, get in touch. You know, say you're in a guitar shop and you're trying a guitar and you meet some other guy and you're chatting to him about, you know, the kind of guitars that he likes and so on, you know, stay in contact, it, stay in contact, enhance networking. You can never, ever do yourself any harm by networking more. You can only do yourself, you know, a detriment by networking less. So you should make it your absolute priority, particularly if you're living in a new city or a new town, or, you know, you want to supercharge your dating or social life, then you want to be doing this networking as much as you can. And you want to make it a natural component of your daily life. So it's not something that you do separately, necessarily, it's just part of the normal run of things. And that, my friends, is how you can have an enormously, outrageously successful sex life without being a celebrity, without being a millionaire kickboxer, without being, I don't know, somebody who owns 10 Lambos. You can do it just through enhanced networking, introducing yourself, being pleasant, taking the contact details, taking the rejections when necessary, and there you go. It's all good stuff. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something from that. I'm going to leave a couple of links below to my um, Renegade uh, Dating Blueprints bundle of eight books that includes Seven Laws of Seduction, uh, How to Be an Asshole, Text Game Mastery, which will help you out with when you get to the texting stage, uh, and various other books. I'll also leave a link to Andrew Tate's course down there as well, How to Get Girls, which is a, a, a blue chip course from one of the master's of the men's online space at the moment and yeah you know have a look at those resources get yourself genned up in terms of your knowledge but even more importantly than that get out there start speaking to girls start speaking to people and be consistent right we'll speak again very soon bye-bye